Hey, everybody, this is Ben Bowman and Reagan Canope. Welcome back to another episode of the Oregon Bridge. All right, folks, Reagan and I are recording this episode on the weekend after Thanksgiving. We decided to give potential guests a holiday break to rest and recharge. And so this podcast is basically us just saying thank you to our listeners and our viewers. We're looking at the numbers just before we started recording, and we are rapidly approaching 50,000 total views and downloads across all platforms, which is pretty amazing. And more than I expected us to get to for such a niche podcast with a finite audience of potential interested listeners. So we just want to say thank you all for your support and for continuing to listen and share and engage with us on the pod. Reagan, any words of gratitude you want to share? We are very appreciative to the listeners, although Ben's definition of rapidly comes from the only place that he knows, which is government. And so <laughs> we're moving as rapidly as maybe a government entity would in reaching that 50,000, but you never know. No, it's been really fun. I've enjoyed kind of joining the podcast and now really being feeling like I am a, a true co-host. And I haven't calculated yet, but I'm certain someday soon we'll eclipse the number of episodes that Alex has hosted and really just purge him from the memory. <laughs> I was going to um, say, when I said rapidly, what I meant is rapidly post Alex Titus exit. That is when we've seen the true acceleration. So let that, I guess we'll find out if Alex still listens to the podcasts if we get a snarky text from him after this episode launches. That's very true. Ben, how's your Thanksgiving? Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was great. A lot of delicious food, spent the time with family. Football was on TV, but it was also the first Thanksgiving where my dad's dog and the dog I've had for uh, almost two years, Oso, and now our new puppy, which we've only had for a few weeks, Ruby, were all together. So most of Thanksgiving was just ensuring that the chaos mm. of three dogs was controlled, but potentially good preparation for having children someday, which I'm guessing was a lot of your Thanksgiving. Yes, we had, we actually got a dog before we had children too, and it is some useful preparation, but they still can't. Getting a puppy is more like, we picked <laughs> up a puppy um, a couple of years ago for my in-laws and taking care of that puppy for three days was much more like having kids than taking care of uh, like a, a more full-grown dog or even just a younger dog. Um, yes, yeah, so our Thanksgiving was smallish because we had some sickness going around. We didn't want to spread it too far, but it was still good. We hosted at our ranch and it was a good time, even though the, and really the weather wasn't too terrible. And Is yes, it... we also had the football going as well. And I'm watching the rest of my fantasy scores wrap up today as I delivering multiple victories in multiple leagues. I was going to just commend you on the level of restraint it took not to mention to this University of Oregon graduate that you were at the Civil War game. Over the weekend, I wanted to appreciate Oh, that's true. <laughs> Thank you for that. For a literal that. highlight of my life um, <laughs> going to the Civil War, but literally, I never expected to go to the Civil War and watch the Beavers win. Few and Beaver fans things... imagine that they would ever experience that. So it is a rare occasion. <laughs> it is because it, 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 the last time it happened was two years ago, which is actually pretty recent considering there was a string of about like seven or eight straight that the Ducks won. But the thing that was I loved about that game too was how out of command because typically watching the civil war the ducks are kind of in command of that game a lot of times or a good chunk of that game and in this game 
The Ducks did not feel in control at all in the second half. They ran the first half. The first quarter very much was competitive, and they were up by four. They just dominated the second quarter, but they just felt completely lost in the third and fourth quarters as the Beavers scored something like 28 unanswered points. And so it you, was just pure chaos. You sound like you could easily start a second podcast that is just college football amateur analysis, which is basically what we do for Oregon politics. So, you know, you got a head start. I will say my sports fix this weekend was I got a friend from grad school who's in town visiting and we went to the Phil Knight Invitational at the Veterans Memorial Coliseum and got to see the Ducks play. Phil Knight was there. Roy Williams, legendary former coach of UNC, showed up. He traveled across the country to watch UNC. For our Go unfamiliar ahead. listeners, this is basketball, yes. This is basketball, yes. This is the inside sport, which you got to appreciate in <laughs> Oregon weather. But it was super fun. I love college basketball and got to see some some like very highly ranked teams. I guess that's what happens when Nike is headquartered in your state. Like People come to the Invitational. Ben, this is totally off topic, but the reason I think that Ron Wyden and a couple of others are spearheading an effort to try to get a women's basketball team in Portland. Mm-hmm. Remember if there was one before and it left, or if it was just the Seattle. There was one, the Portland Fire, I believe. Okay. And I think it's one of the reasons it's most likely the fact that it's an indoor sport is the number one reason it is more likely to be successful than the effort to get a major league baseball franchise here in Oregon. Certainly you can build a covered stadium or one with a retractable roof, but it just seems a lot easier to be like, here's an indoor sport. So it doesn't matter what the weather is outside. Whereas with baseball, that's just not true, typically. I will say what used to be Safeco Field, I don't even know what it's called anymore, has a... It has a bad name. They all have bad names now, Ben. Closable dome, which would be a nice design for a Portland baseball stadium. I agree with that. Live fact check, the Portland Fire were a professional women's basketball team in the WNBA from the year 2000 to 2002. Very Mm. short-lived. Speaking of women's professional sports, also as seen in this week's liftoff, Willamette Week has an excellent article about how Merritt Paulson is feeling out selling the Portland Thorns, the women's Mm -hmm. soccer team, but not the Portland Timbers, the men's soccer team right now. He owns both of those teams. We still need to have a sports episode on the Oregon Bridge. Ben, Um, my number one analysis on that move is it's very sexist. (laughs) And that, yes, we should. We need to find a good guest and have an all sports episode and call it the Oregon face mask. So (laughs) I don't think we'll name it. We'll just have a guest. But I do want to read an excerpt from the Willamette Week piece. This is a Willamette Week sentence that I thought was like very sharp, very biting, I should say. Merritt Paulson is betting that a sale of the thorns to a group of women would take the heat off of him as owner and allow him to keep the timbers, the stadium deal and media rights. That's their analysis of what's going on. So, yeah, we need a like sports journalist or somebody who knows the sports world better than us, because they're I mean, we talk about sports as hobbyists and as people who like to watch it or whatever, but massive economic impact that professional sports has, particularly on Portland, but across the state and like political and cultural significance, too. So I think we'll work on that, hopefully by the end of the year, but more than likely it'll be next year. We'll get a sports guest on. We'll also make it the number one issue of session, uh, Oregon sports. What, what if, you got, if you got a good bill idea. Live response also here. T-Mobile Park is the name of the current name or slash sponsorship of Safeco Field. And it's important that you do not confuse it with T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Um, T-Mobile has too much money is what that tells me. Yes. Second of all, my friend I mentioned who's from out of town, 
-hmm. I kept saying that we were going near the Rose Garden when he was in town, which it hasn't been the Rose Garden for like, I don't know, 10 years. The but Moda Center now, right? Or is, is that the, different? It is the, no, it's the Moda Center. It used to be the Rose yeah. Garden. But like the whatever the arena names were when I was like 12 is what will forever be ingrained in my mind. That's my problem too. I'm a, So for baseball, I would all say this openly to the much of the chagrin of my many Chicago family members. The White Sox are very bad. And if mm -hmm. Oregon has a baseball team, I will convert. I will not convert for a California team. I would never convert to a team based in Washington state, the 50th worst state or number one worst state, however you want to do it in the country. 50th worst state would make them the best state, Reagan. <laughs> I, I realized that as I was saying it and that's why I had to fix it. Yes, I would never convert and be a fan of a Washington team. I think that's just horrible, honestly, for the Oregon-Washington state's rivalry. But I would convert to being a Portland fan. And the White Sox Stadium, when I was growing up, was U.S. Cellular Field. Remember when U.S. Cellular was a wireless carrier? And now it is called Guaranteed Rate Field. And I just think that U.S. Cellular <sighs> Field is way better named than Guaranteed Rate Field. Just I mean, Both of those are just, this is like, I also have a thing where I really don't love the corporate advertising on the jerseys and then people wearing those around. It's just like, it drives me absolutely nuts. Like, it, that, apparently that's been a thing everywhere else for a while and it like just came to america within the last few years at least oh, you like mean that. like corporate like on, on jerseys like yeah sponsors? like on the the official jersey it's like it doesn't say portland timbers it says alaska airlines it doesn't say portland trailblazers it says well it does say portland trip but it's also got like some patch of a did you not know this i haven't seen these yet i was aware that that was common in nascar obviously but i didn't i hadn't seen these yet yeah on the portland timbers it literally says alaska airlines on the front that's their title sponsor which i actually like alaska airlines as a sponsor more than i like some of these like some of them oh didn't like the ftx own stadium rights in florida or something <laughs> that <laughs> sounds you... exactly like something that would occur yeah oh are these the exact but i guess my question is i'm looking at these portland timbers jerseys that mostly have their logo in the top left and then the alaska airlines the center is that what mm -hmm. they wear in the stadiums though yeah. See, so baseball and football jerseys don't look like this, though. So no, I don't. Uh, this that, is a primarily a, a soccer problem. Well, I think that just started in the NBA, Portland Trail. This is, I, listeners, we apologize. This is our least researched, least prepared episode, but it's Thanksgiving weekend. We want to do something casual and we're going where the world takes us. Yeah. So on the Portland Trail Blazers jersey, it says Portland across the chest, Nike swoosh on one side which is who makes the jersey, obviously. And then Storm X is the logo on like the other side above the Portland name. Let's That's let's not uh, what I'm seeing in their official store. So Storm X is a crypto company. <laughs> well, you know, we've done crypto episodes. We've done several crypto we'll episodes. Do, we'll do some sports for the people. Do you think here. we could book Sam Bankman-Fried on the podcast? I don't. I don't think I'm we not sure. I'm not sure. I don't have an in with Sam Bankman-Fried. This is just to give you guys a window into to what we do. I'm going to reach out. I think I'm just going to just cold email like somebody who does sports at the Oregonian and just see uh, if we can get them on. That's actually, yeah, no, that's actually a really good idea. We've talked to Mike Rogaway before, Alex and I did. Who He's more of a business yeah. reporter. Anyway, but I'm so I'm more interested in the we're more interested in the business and logistics of it from our perspective than we are in the actual things that take place in the field. Yeah, so that yes, right. that's call. fair. We'll figure out a guess there. I will say we won't say the name of this person, but a short teaser and then we probably should wrap this thing up before we continue to spiral away. 
I am very excited about it. Won't be our next guest, but it will be our guest shortly thereafter. I think this is officially the earliest I've put together a show outline for an episode, partially because of like nervousness, partially because of excitement. This is a Reagan Canope booking. Great work, sir. But something to look forward to for listeners. This is a very, very prominent and important figure in the last, what would you say? 20 plus years of Oregon politics. Yeah, I'd say safely the last 20 years. Yeah. So you'll see who we mean soon. But uh, yeah, I think in closing, we'll just reiterate our gratitude to our listeners for supporting this little project that we have going. And Reagan, I will say to you in all seriousness, I think it is very cool that we're able to have conversations like this where we clearly disagree on a lot of things. We do agree on some things, but not a lot of places in the political world where I would say good faith conversations aimed at finding agreement and alignment rather than just the things we disagree about. There's not a lot of those conversations. So I'm grateful that we're able to do this on this podcast. Thanks you too, Ben. And I would say that society, I think, is less and less comfortable having conversations. We're not in the same location, but we're doing it face to face, voice to voice, as opposed to behind a keyboard. And I think that's healthy. I think having more face to face conversations like this, they can be remote, um, is healthy. And it's something that our society is lacking more of. And it makes us worse at politics, which is really, it's just, I think about it as the art of persuasion, I think of more so. I mean, I guess it is self-government and all that stuff too. But ultimately, that's all you're trying to do is persuade enough people to think something differently so that something changes. And so we have to get better at learning how to persuade people. And we're increasingly worse at that as a society, I think, ultimately. And that's because we want to be persuaded less and because we lack the skills to persuade other people. And that's, you know, a perfect example of that is before we went live today, you were saying how I persuaded you to vote for Tina Kotek for governor. And I think that's a perfect example of what we're we're talking about, right, Reagan? That is not at all a conversation <laughs> we ever had. Um, and you will that's be That's a joke. That was um, an Alex Titus lawyer. joke. You're not going to represent yourself in court anyway. That's, that I, was a... I think that that's an unwise thing to do, Ben, as my uh, lawyer <laughs> wife would not advise me because she's not my attorney. But the last thing I did want to say, Ben, is what do you want to call this episode? Do you want to call it like talking sports with Ben and Reagan? Or do you want to call it surfing the internet with Ben and Reagan? <laughs> I think if we called it either of those, it would be the lowest downloaded episode in Oregon Bridge history. I think we'll call it something about like gratitude for our listeners or something like that um, Ben, all you do is all you're doing right now is making me want to set that record so <laughs> we'll talk off air the good Thanks, news everybody is we could keep talking because at this point everyone has stopped listening to this episode there is <laughs> nobody left uh, but if you are still here thank you again and we will see you right here next week thanks again for listening